0: The Ladies' Guide to Dude Cinema acknowledges that this podcast is recorded on the traditional lands of the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation.
1: We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging.
0: Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema. My name is Alex J and with me is my gorgeous co-host, Beck Choward. This is the podcast where we watch all the movies that dudes have told us we have to see. If you'd like to support this podcast, please head to patreon.com slash theladiesguidetodudecinema for just $7 AUD per month. You get all the bonus episodes, one every week, plus all of our back catalogue and all of the main feed episodes completely ad-free.
1: Yes. and This week we are chatting. We chat about... Behind the scenes for auditions. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, this will, that'll be last week's Patreon. Oh, okay. But yeah, head over to <laughs> grab last week's Patreon. Uh, we dish some dirt on what it's like to audition <laughs> for shit. In
1: and new- why we have a new vendetta against the actress Caitlin Stacey. Oh, yeah.
0: Head over to why <laughs> <laughs> she's become... An <laughs> enemy of the pond. <laughs> she doesn't know it, but she is. <laughs> How are you, my love? I am great. Excellent.
1: I am... <laughs> Look, honestly, the movie we picked this week, Hmm. uh, when we started on this sexual thriller journey. (laughs) Crazy sex lady journey. Crazy sex lady journey. I was like, can't be that bad. Oh, my God. I,
0: Maybe some crazy sex ladies over here.
1: I'm shocked. Shocked at what the 90s thought of women.
0: (laughs) Of a woman scorned. Oh, my God. (laughs) And what we're capable of.
1: Anyway, yeah, male confidence.
0: For a second I was like, I think we fixed
1: Male confidence. I think (laughs) we've nailed it. I think we can move on. And this week, no. Is this
0: this a new time in society? Absolutely not.
1: The journey continues.
0: It's a process. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. But I would like to know, what have you watched this week?
1: Oh, my God. Okay. So I went to my second ever live music event. Okay. Uh, After COVID, I went to go see the band Short Stack.
0: Nice.
1: And for anyone that doesn't know, uh, the very small section of Australian people that will know the band Short Stack, Mm -hmm. they're a pop punk band from roughly 2008.
0: Even I know of them. So that Yeah. yeah, exactly the 2000s. Yeah,
1: they stopped being relevant as soon as 2010 hit. Yeah, yeah. And there were these cute little boys from, I think, the Central Coast. Who hit it big with a couple of songs.
0: That's probably why I know of them. Yeah. they're from the coast, which yeah, is where I'm yeah, from. Yeah, yeah Okay, because I was like, why do I know <laughs> I
1: So they haven't been a band for like uh, uh, 10 years. Mm-hmm. They did a little reunion tour and we were like, wouldn't it be so fun to go see Short Stack? Like, Cute. And just relive that teenage moment. I love that. Um, And we went to go see them and they were <laughs> so bad. Oh, no. Lips. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't like terrible. hmm but you could tell that they hadn't, they hadn't been working on other music projects in the interim, <laughs> I'll tell you that much. They
0: hadn't been keeping those muscles going. Yeah, a lot of the time we we're like, why can't you hear what
1: they're saying on the mic? Why is the microphone so muddy? Mm-hmm. And then afterwards we're like, oh, it's because they didn't want us to hear them actually sing.
0: <laughs> why did they auto-tune everything? <laughs> yeah,
1: that was weird. <laughs> At one point, my favourite point of the, show, the crowd work was... Off as well. Oh, God. This is my favorite point because it was like they're, very, they're now just like Central Coast dads. Sure. And there's nothing wrong with that. I love a Central Coast I dad. I a Central I Coast dad. I one myself. But a lot of their crowd work and interactions on stage was like Simpsons quotes.
0: <laughs> 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 oh, I love that. <laughs> And I was like, "Oh, okay." That is epitome, dude. Yeah, someone's had a baby. Um,
1: <laughs> the worst part. The worst part is like, <laughs> this is my favorite part of the show. <laughs> well, like they had a VIP section, and you could see it was like all their like wives, kids, mm-hmm. and like family members had come along. That's why I was like, "That's so sweet. Mm-hmm. That's so wonderful." And at one point, <laughs> the bass player goes, uh, "I like to shout out to my father-in-law, uh, Ryan. Are you here, Ryan?" And this is not he's looking around. He can't, the lights are clearly in his eyes. Uh-huh. He can't see where Ryan is. Yeah. But us in the audience, we can all see Ryan. There he is. Ryan starts waving. His <laughs> wife starts nudging him being like, Oh, That's look, you. you're gonna get mentioned. And he's like, yeah, shout to Ryan. I knocked up his only daughter twice. Thanks Ryan. Ah! <laughs> Ryan looks so upset. Ryan. His wife grabs his hand that he's waving and puts it down. <laughs> Do you not identify yourself, sir? And we just all have to pretend like that didn't fucking happen.
0: All oh, right. We're like,
1: what the fuck, dude?
0: He's travelled down, probably also from the central coast to visit you yeah. and come and see your show. He's got a hotel in the CBD for the night. That's not fucking cheap. He's stressed out because he's probably like my parents and never drives to Sydney, so he didn't know what to do when he hit the Anzac Bridge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he's just like, I fucked your daughter. Eh. Like, Ryan's like, I know, dude. Yeah. Like, that's biology. You don't have to fucking say it. In a room
1: of like 300 people. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> just dad, Sergio's dad crowd work. Yeah.
1: Oh my God. So it was. Like, what do you
0: guys think about West Gosford Bunnings, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Sausage sizzle on Sunday was pretty good. <laughs> Snacks <laughs> should Bound still a be a dollar. <laughs> 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 okay. Oh. Short stack.
1: Yeah. Look, still got it. <laughs> so it was still fun. <laughs>
0: that sounds fun.
1: But I was a little, I was like $80 Oof. for a ticket.
0: Ooh, yikes. I was like,
1: I think I paid, like I'm seeing the killers at the end of the year. I think it was like 120 a ticket.
0: Ooh, okay. I was like, I don't know if that was. What um, venue was it at? Uh, the Metro. Oh, Nice.
1: Yeah, so great. I love the Metro. It's a really yeah, good gorgeous. theater. But I was like, okay.
0: <laughs> that was That was an experience. That is a
1: memory that will grow fonder the longer further I am away from
0: it. Absolutely. So that's what I watched
1: this week. Great.
0: But the new album actually slaps.
1: Oh really? Oh good. So they clearly have a lot of production on it. Mixing. Um <laughs> so worth a listen. Anyway, good. that's what I have watched and listened to this week. What about you, my love?
0: I actually watched Bill Burr's new special. <gasps> oh, what did you think? Have you seen? No. It was good. I have some thoughts. Go on. It was... I don't, I don't know if this is, I haven't read any reviews. I don't know if this is a popular opinion or not, but it was good. Like I love Bill Burr. i happily watch him do anything. I find him really comforting and I've always kind of felt like his anger on stage is like my outlet for my frustrations and anger. Like when I watch him be like so angry and annoyed at everything, it's like soothing for me Yeah, like, you're doing it for me. Thank you. It's like an outlet. Mm. So I definitely got that out of it. It, it's Bill Burr, so he can't – it's not bad, but my issues with it were all of the topics he hit were the same topics he's hit, he hit in his last special because his last right. special was a lot more – it was different to his previous ones. It was a lot more about cancel culture, feminism, white women, all that kind of stuff. Very yeah. funny but very edgy and mm. topics – like he's always been edgy but topics were – like, I was a bit like, where's this going? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. If Any, any lesser skilled comic probably wouldn't have exactly, pulled it off. Exactly, yeah.
0: exactly. And this one was like that, but, like, again. And so I was just a bit disappointed. I don't know if – I don't know what the reasoning behind putting out a special was, like if he was contractually obliged to do it for Netflix or what, but it just kind of felt like the same shit that he said in his last special. Like, the oh. topics were, like, literally feminism, white women – Cancel culture. Like he didn't – he doesn't talk about trans stuff. He's not transphobic, thank God. Yeah. Um, like his other peers at this at mm-hmm. these similar points in their careers. But, yeah, I don't know. It was just a bit like, ah, uh, And I kind of like tuned out during a lot of it. The uh. last half or the last third is really good. He goes into like his childhood and talks about his dad a lot more. Oh, cool. Super interesting, really funny fucking stuff. But the first half is just like it's all the same shit. You're just angry at society progressing, and you're angry at women, and which is fine. I think, yeah, like you said, a lesser comic couldn't do that stuff, but yeah. it was just like it was just a bit boring. I just got bored.
1: Well, that's why I liked his last special so much is because he's not a comic who just harps on about women constantly. Yes, exactly. And it was like he's always – he's been mad at everyone collectively so it doesn't feel targeted. It's when a comic is just like Dave Chappelle constantly going the trans community. Yeah. It's like – Oh, this is your agenda. This is your agenda. Mm. Like if you're mad at everything – It's, and you have a way of making everything funny. It doesn't Mm -hmm. feel targeted. It's like when everyone's on the chopping block, but when it's now you're like more and more just like, oh, we're men. It's like, oh, I don't feel as comfortable liking this.
0: Exactly. And it's just like, get a new angle for it or something Mm. because he's like one of the best comedians in the world. And it just was, I don't so I'm obviously putting him up on a pedestal and give like the expectations are probably unachievable, but it was still just boring and disappointing mm. ex- ex- except for all the shit about his childhood and family, which is other stuff he's talked about, but he got into it, even said, I'm getting into it more because I'm in therapy now, so this, we're going to go deeper into this than I have previously. So it was like, oh, goody, yay, mm. which is kind of what you want from your like hero comedians yeah. who talk about really important stuff that you vibe with. Yeah. You want them to do to break new ground and hear new opinions from them that you haven't had before. To help shape your own opinions. And it's just all the stuff I was just like, oh this is I've heard you say this a similar thing about women before. Yeah. Cancel culture or yeah.
1: Which yeah. yeah. So
0: that's yeah. So I recommend it, but it's not I was really fucking excited for it. And yeah. it's it's not like when Paper Tiger came out and it was like, Holy shit you know, it's just kinda like, okay, Bill Bear's angry at women again. <laughs> uh, and then like as a woman as well, you're like Yeah. Come on, oh, like, man. Fine. Okay, yeah, chopping rock, like you said. If you're gonna go for us, that's fine because you go for everyone. But it, it was felt that especially felt a bit more targeted in this one. Mm. I'm sure you made good points, but I kind of just tuned out a lot of it. Just ended up finding myself scrolling on my phone a little bit, Mama. which was a uh, Yeah all right um okay well i will watch the last third of it (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm gonna give it another go because i did tune out so i didn't give it the proper attention that it deserves and Mm. i like to do that with comedy specials anyway is to watch them at least twice yeah you get the feel for them in the first and then you can properly concentrate on the second so i'm gonna watch it again so watch this space it might be better on a second watch yeah oh i look forward to hearing about it thank you Shall we talk about the movie that has brought us here today? Yes.
1: Okay. So this week we are watching, we are watching, we watched Single
0: White Female. Rounding out our crazy sex lady trilogy of basic instinct, fatal attraction, single white female. Now, the reason we're doing single white female is because this has been my purpose for this trilogy. (laughs) I've thought that basic instinct and fatal attraction was single white female this whole time, as we spoke about last week. So finally, we get to watch the movie where a lady becomes obsessed with another lady and starts stalking her. (laughs) To
1: level the playing field. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I mean. (laughs) Finally. So what did you know or expect about this movie before you watched it? I thought it was just a concept. Yeah, so I looked it up. The movie did come first. <laughs> yes. It was a movie and then the syndrome or concept was coined after, because of the movie. Yeah,
1: single white female. Um, so, as <laughs> if we didn't already say it, <laughs> um, I didn't really, I didn't know it was a movie. Mm-hmm. But I as soon as I found out it was a movie, I was like, oh, let me guess. The movie is about a woman assuming another woman's identity because she's obsessed with her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it. Kind of was that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you did you know anything else other than That's you thought it was all
0: I knew. I mean,
1: understandable. I
0: didn't know who <laughs> very was in understandable or anything. And do you know what's interesting? The Wikipedia page and the IMDb trivia page for this movie is very small. Yeah, everything. Like I was surprised.
1: Like I didn't recognize any of the actors in this. Yeah,
0: it's like I recognize some of the actors, but not the two leads. Yeah, and yeah, the wiki. Because when we do movies from the 80s and 90s, the wiki pages, especially if they make them to our podcast because yeah. it means they're probably popular at some point. Or if
1: it launches an entire syndrome. Syndrome,
0: yeah. And there was, there's like, nothing on that in the Wikipedia page. I had to, like, physically Google, which, I mean, please. Crank oh, your s- back why yeah, don't I have some sympathy. I had to take a lie down after it. I had to physically Google, like, single white female syndrome to get the, like, background on it. So I don't know. I think this movie was popular. I've I've heard of it for so long. Mm. But there's just not a lot of information about it. So I'm wondering if people actually, if this did pop off or not. Mm. But yeah, shall we jump in? Yes.
1: In this city, on this street, in this apartment. Hi, are you Alison Jones? I'm Hendrik Carlson pedra that's unusual when can you move in an ad for
0: a roommate brought a stranger into allison's life someone you, you? who shares what's well, kind of fun having a girlfriend again someone do you guys know when you'll be back uh no it's kind of an anniversary tonight really who cares where the hell have you been <gasps> Making me feel like I'm 16 years old here. <laughs> Someone who borrows.
1: I've got a surprise for you. You've got to be kidding. I love myself like this. It's like looking at myself. It was scary. Someone who steals.
0: Hey, sleepy guy. Ellie? No, not Ellie. Single White Female, 1992. Living with a Roommate Can Be murder. Attractive Manhattanite, Allison Jones has it all. A handsome beau, a rent controlled apartment and a promising career as a fashion designer. When boyfriend Sam proves unfaithful, Allison strikes out on her own, but she must use the classifiers to seek out a roommate in order to keep her spacious digs. That's just the premise of the film. That's... Yeah. That sucks. All right. So for anyone who hasn't seen Single White Female, Rebecca, how would you describe this film?
1: I would describe uh, this film as a warning to women mm-hmm. to never, ever be single. Ever. It doesn't matter what your boyfriend does. Mm-hmm. It would be so – he can cheat on you with his ex-wife mm-hmm. the week he's going to propose mm-hmm. or he's just proposed – you better fucking stay
0: with him. You have to stay. You have to make it worth it. It's on you. Like the arrogance of you to be like,
1: oh, I deserve better? Uh,
0: okay. Do you want to fucking <laughs> die? Because that <laughs> that's your option. That's the question you have to ask yourself. That is the only outcome to this situation.
1: Yeah. Independence equals death. death. So I think a very handy warning. <laughs>
0: Really good for women in the nineties. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a real flashback as to how things worked in the nineties.
0: Yeah. I would have, uh, if I hadn't known, I would have thought this was an eighties movie for sure. Yeah, With it was just all that shit.
1: A very everything was the same color in this movie. Yeah, except for the main woman's hair. <laughs> it's the only pop of color the entire time. <laughs> So, anyway, this woman, her boyfriend's a piece of shit. Genuinely no likable qualities whatsoever. Mm -mm. He breaks up with her. Uh, She is a neighbor who looks exactly like Like him. him. (laughs) Living upstairs. To the point I was like, wait, are they the same actor? Like, did they run out on (laughs) budget and just have to- Tell this guy to not get a haircut so he can play this other part. (laughs) I could not tell the difference between her gay neighbor Mm -hmm. and the fiance. True. Anyway, he's there to look after her uh, in a way that I was like, definitely the 90s didn't know anything about. He he was so just clearly a prop for her.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely.
1: Like truly his only goal was to help her in life. Yep. And I was very shocked that the reveal again wasn't that he was actually in love with her.
0: No, because he's gay. Yeah. Remember, they made it very clear that he is gay. Yes. So there is nothing between them. There never could be anything between them. (laughs) I don't have time to write the nuance of a strange friendship between genders. Mm mm. They can't be. He must be gay. He must be gay. I just made that a really big plot point, <laughs> setting up his character at the beginning.
1: Three points where she had to like to convince people, be like, "Oh no, he is gay."
0: There's one point where the roommate Hetty even says, "Like, oh, what's going on there?" Don't worry, he's gay. she almost shouts it. No, he's yeah. gay.
1: All right, I would, I would never, never. It's not going to happen. And the fact that I was like, the lady doth protest too much. <laughs> too
0: much. <laughs> so, yeah. So she has a very platonic, male super friend platonic. <laughs> So anyway,
1: she gets the fiance to move out. She has to look for uh, a
0: new roommate. New roommate
1: through the classifieds. She gets a bunch of people come through,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she the okay. So the first lady that comes, oh, I
0: forgot about the little montage who, of interviews. Yeah,
1: who was just like a little bit anal. Which one was she? She came through and she was like, "I have allergies to something, and I'm like, I call my mother often, and she's oh, like." Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> We're we meant to be like, God, oh, what a sight psych- in contact with her mother.
0: Yeah, I bet whatever. her mum's an independent
1: lady too. Just uh, like, what is it, jonesing to be killed? <laughs> anyway, so then this other very creepy woman applies.
0: Remind me of her.
1: Is the is the other? Oh yeah, what's Hedy. her name? Hetty. It was very creepy from the start.
0: Yeah. She's kind of painted as like a real introvert, very shy. Yeah. Yeah. She reminded Loves me. Loves invading personal space.
1: Yeah. She reminded me so much of Pensatucky from Orange oh, is yeah. the New Black. Yeah, I can see that. Meets Wednesday Adams. Okay. Yeah. I was like, that's a character. Yeah, like that. Well, Junkie vibes. Junkie vibes. Junkie goth vibes. <laughs> Anyway, so she moves in and immediately starts doing the worst housemate shit, which is buying a pet.
0: Uh, This, okay. (laughs) (laughs) The steps that they take to building her to be a crazy roommate. I've had crazy roommates before, Mm. and it was triggering to me. Yeah. (laughs) My old housemates. It's like, holy shit. So, when I first moved to LA, uh, the girl I moved in with, she was lovely, but it was really funny. As this movie went on, before it got to Psycho, Mm. but the girl I lived with just, she really wanted us to be best friends. Right. And I was. Mid twenty, like I was twenty five, so it was like younger and stuff. And she just really wanted us to be really close friends, and right. I just wasn't into that. I've never been like that with like random housemates. Yeah, random housemates to me is always like we just cohabitate, we have our own spaces, we have our own lives. Mm, you it should
1: just... never move in with someone who you're actually really close friends with.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's something we all learn yeah. over the years. <laughs> <laughs> and she she just really wanted us to hang out, go out for drinks and stuff, and we would like watch movies and stuff, but. Then I got a boyfriend and stopped spending as much time at home. Oh my god, it's and the plot of this movie. It was and she got really annoyed at me for spending so much time at my boyfriend's place and she got really You're so much jealous. better than your boyfriend. <laughs> And so, yeah, and so, I mean, obviously before it became psycho, but I was getting a lot of like, oh, my God, I remember just how pressury she was and how much like she would always just like walk into my room without like knocking and oh, stuff. Oh, no, no, no. Just hang out. And then I've also had a really bad housemate previously here in Australia when I first moved down to Sydney a few years ago uh, that would uh, – I remember her. She wasn't psycho in that she was obsessed with me or anything, but she was just fucking psycho. She was a hot mess. She was a hot mess. She was a hot mess
1: going through – I th- I don't know. The, uh, something
0: I don't know. Yeah, I think she was she was just a bad person.
1: Uh, but <laughs> anyway, so
0: I'm sure she doesn't listen. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, so I got big vibes from my own. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed this movie, and I think it's because they're related way too much. Anyway, sorry, keep going on.
1: No, 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 no. It's important. We're going to inject all of her own housemate stories. I think throughout this mm. episode. <laughs> um, anyway, so she starts immediately being the weirdest housemate. Like mm. even like the dog thing and. And then, like, even buying the same clothes and stuff, like, I yeah. would be out. I'd oh, be out of the house.
0: 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I would anyway. So then the main lady, what is her fucking name? Uh, Jul Ju- Julie. Julie? Let's just go with Julie. Julie, we'll call her Because, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, she has little to no character traits.
0: No, oh, she's, she's, a, she's a wisp of a woman. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, she loves her fiancé and
0: – That's her entire personality.
1: Yeah, has a software company.
0: company. Yeah, software <laughs> de- design company or something. Clothes <laughs> just, design.
1: Clothes design. Yeah. Where it's just like you can change the patterns on like a 3D model. But then at the same time it also does like all of your accounting yeah, apparently- shit in one program. <laughs>
0: What incredible program for the nineties! Yeah, yeah, word.
1: mind blowing. Um, so
0: <laughs> I just look. remember Minesweeper. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> PCs in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, she has her hands on some really developed software.
1: Yes, and so she's selling that around town. Anyway, she gets back with her shitty fiance, which she shouldn't do.
0: Absolutely not. But she doesn't like to be a single white female.
1: Yes. It, yes, because although she knows that she will, will die. die yeah. yeah, 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 as we said. So she gets back together with him. The roommate goes crazy because she's in love with her or something.
0: I don't I don't know. think it's an in love thing. I think it's an actual like borderline personality is a sort of like delusion obsession. Yeah. I don't know because we can get into it, but they do have like a, a kiss moment at the end, but it doesn't feel like – that was her goal this whole time. At all, yeah. I think she just became obsessed with her best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not in a romantic way. Yeah, I like didn't she wanted to become. A romantic her. Thing. Yeah, and just wanted to own her. Yeah, didn't want her to have any life outside of her.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obsessive. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, that ends badly, believe it or not. Mm. And yeah, you know, she. Uh, Uh, Hetty slowly becomes her, starts dressing like her, have her hair like her, does all these psycho things to keep her from spending any time with her partner or, like, leaving the house or leaving her. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, eventually her fiancé gets murdered. The worst thing that can happen to a woman. And (laughs) the (laughs) shitty cheating fiancé gets murdered. I know. So she doesn't have to 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 make the decision to break up with him. (laughs) A.K.A. pray for murder herself. (laughs) And then uh, she kills Hetty. Does Hetty? Yes. Yeah, she ends up killing Hetty because Hetty's trying to kill her. Yeah. And that's single
0: white female. The movie. So. Ws. So, did you like this movie? <gasps> no. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: this movie was just like I think if I hadn't been watching all of these crazy sex lady thrillers.
0: Yeah, it has been a lot in a row.
1: Yeah, I was just kind of like. Oh, what was going on in the 90s? Mm. What was happening in people's brains? Because it wasn't good. Did
0: they, I think they just learnt about sex and crime at the same time. <laughs>
1: they were like, what if we put them, we together? To put
0: them in movies? And then SVU started. In oh. like in late nineties, like, so that's probably a product of this era.
1: That makes sense.
0: Sex crimes, love sex crimes. Yeah,
1: love, um, love, eat love, love eat them. Watching up, eat some up.
0: sex crimes.
1: <laughs> so no, I didn't like it. Did you? Okay.
0: I did. Oh. In that, I, I, I again similar to like the Fatal Attraction and Basic Instinct, I followed the plot, which I really enjoy in these movies. Like, wasn't too complicated, and I really enjoyed the suspense of it all. I thought that the the slow introduction of her sl- like becoming obsessed with julie mm. was really good and subtle i worried that they do what they did with fatal attraction and just like straight away she's fucking sorry yeah
1: yeah yeah that's so true it was subtle it was
0: really subtle like the first thing we see is has uh, sprayed some perfume and then hetty like very s- secretly smells it and you, you see that mm. but it's really subtle and you don't it's not overt at all you're like oh did she just smell her perfume that's weird yeah and then you know when yeah she's like do we have the same belt and she's like oh yeah maybe and kind of brushes it off and it's like okay she started buying exact same clothes as her yeah and then it kind of the first time you've realized like oh this is kind of going crazy is when the neighbor sees hetty in the in her clothes out on the street. Yeah. So like I just I liked that building of suspense. I thought that was really good in the storytelling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but there's definitely elements in there that I was like what the fuck is going on? Why yeah. did you put this in here? Oh, similar movies in this era but also similar aesthetics. The Fatal Attraction her apartment like the big warehouse style apartment really similar to this loft New York loft apartment in this yeah. in this movie as well Also the idea that
1: <laughs> women own no furniture
0: <laughs> Minimalism did not exist yet I don't think I saw a couch Oh, we definitely didn't see a couch. There was no
1: couch in this giant New York apartment.
0: There was one room that just had a day bed in it. Yeah. Like one of those fainting couches and that's it. That's it. (laughs) Like also the fact that like she's – Sorry, on that note, do not like a headboard on a a bed. Oh, my God. They love sleeping just on the window behind them. Do not love bedside tables. No bed frames. Bed frames.
1: Like, it was, I was like, um, a man did this. And a man definitely this. styled this apartment. People don't, there was no, like, there was a wardrobe and there was a bed. Yeah. And the wardrobe was built in. Yeah, true. It wasn't even brought. She didn't bring that in. Like it, the crazy, because it was such a big apartment. I was like, this would have been so fucking expensive. It's in the middle of New York City. Mm. And like, she can't afford to get like the tap fixed. Yeah. She can't afford to get anything fixed in here or any furniture.
0: But then at one point, when she's kicking Hedy out, she's like, I mean, I'm really sorry. I know you just bought all that furniture. I'm like, where? What furniture. Where is it? What do you mean she bought furniture? I don't see it. Yeah, they're going out buying like
1: $100 outfits yeah. multiple times.
0: And you're like, what the fuck is how does money work in this? I don't get it. <laughs> it's a real nineties New York thing, because that was the whole thing with friends as well. Because everyone's like, How the fuck do these kids afford these apartments and lifestyles yeah. in New York in the nineties?
1: Oh yeah. Also bothered me that like, okay, Hetty's didn't have a bed frame. She had a mattress on the floor. Sure. And she put it directly like diagonal to the door. Ugh. Like in the middle of the room, not against anything, just that in the middle of the room. really fucking weird. Yeah.
0: All of it's weird. Me, that should have been the first indication that she was psycho. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Where you put your bed. Really telling about your current mental state. Yeah. I really liked, at the beginning, like for the first 10 minutes when they first met and they were having like a cute little friendship, I really liked mm. that. And mm. they were just like helping each other and she yeah. was helping her through her breakup and stuff. Oh, I'd love to watch a movie about <laughs> just a nice female friendship. Yeah, that ends well. Yeah. But no. alas... <laughs> This is the 90s. Did we miss Michael Douglas?
1: Oh, for the only reason that I would be able to discern who the fuck he that was, <laughs> hey,
0: They could have so easily slid Michael Douglas into the role of yeah. the fiancé.
1: He was so whatever looking. He was
0: so whatever. Michael Douglas easily could have slipped into that role.
1: Like, you could have a gun to my head and be like, describe her fiancé. And I'm like, I can't tell you a single feature about him. What? Why? That's what color is his hair? Don't know. I don't know. What do you do for white. a job? No fucking idea. white job. A white job. <laughs> <laughs> a white job. just a
0: white dude. Yeah, no,
1: like honestly, I was like, what the fuck?
0: <sighs> oh, you know, another similarity I found to Fatal Attraction is that there is some more animal cruelty in this in this Yeah. Film. So it's like similar to the bunny boiler thing. Oh, my
1: God. Yeah, because they k- trigger one and they kill the dog. Yeah. They kill or Hedy kills the dog.
0: Hedy kills the dog in this movie. And so I was – that was very – I did not like that at all. Yeah, that was awful. I was like, it's time to go John Wick on mm. her fucking ass. Yeah.
1: And then the cat – does the cat – the gay neighbor's cat –
0: Oh no! It survives. Okay, it's really cute. Actually, there's this one point because the the neighbor gets knocked out and is like passed out in his bathtub for mm. what they kind of imply is like at least a day. And they come in and then the cat's just sitting on top of him because that's such a cat thing to do. They just like to, they just like to lie wherever it is warm.
1: And that's how you know he's gay in the nineties because he has a cat and not a dog. <laughs> and
0: not a dog. Cats are for girls and gays. Yes. Dogs, Dogs are, for, are for boys and boys. <laughs> But yeah, so they, they kill the dog. It's really fuck. It's really
1: really awful. You see
0: it. it they, she throws it out the window, and you see it like on the ground. It's fuck these psychological thrillers mm. from the nineties were wild. It's yeah. The
1: everything else that was happening was enough. Like, I yeah. mean, killing the dog was also a thing of like. This is this now lady. The stakes is have up. up.
0: But yeah, they just again with but again what, yeah beat for beat what men thought a scorned woman does in the 90s is hurt animals and stab things, Mm. I guess. Oh, my God. That reveal, that moment where they revealed that she has the same haircut. I love that scene. (laughs) I loved it so much. (laughs) That was because I saw it coming. Of course. But it was so... So they're in the salon and they're getting their hair done and then Hetty walks down from upstairs somehow. She's in a different room. Yeah,
1: this salon that has 10-metre high ceilings and a spiral staircase. (laughs) These two women cannot afford a couch, but they can afford whatever the fuck it costs to get your hair done here.
0: And sit in completely separate... Because, like... What I realized, like, okay, so they haven't, she hasn't seen her transformation getting done, so she's in another room. Like, how fucking big is this salon? My God. Yeah. Also the fact that, like, this
1: is a thing that also, because men wrote this, they wouldn't know that getting a touch-up for your already orange bob, which, (laughs) by the way, is the craziest haircut.
0: (laughs) That is so early 90s, that haircut. My God. She
1: almost didn't pull it off. Yeah. Almost. Agreed. But, like, if it wasn't so clearly early 90s, Mm. there's no way it would have looked good. But anyway, getting a touch-up for your orange bob compared to going from long brown hair Mm -hmm. to orange bob, she would have been there all day.
0: (laughs) That is not the same amount of time. And also the touch-up didn't... Nothing. Nothing
1: happened. So just sitting in the mirror going... She's like, oh, my God, I love it. Craning her hair, being like, great.
0: You look the same as yesterday.
1: Yeah, that would have taken 45 minutes tops. If that,
0: Yeah. (laughs) And this woman's had bleach for hours, yeah. treatments. It looks fucking stunning. It's perfect. There's no damage whatsoever. And she walks down the spiral staircase. It's like a big, like, yeah. ro- like romantic movie reveal. Like, oh, there she is in all yeah. her beauty. But she's done this absolutely psycho thing. I loved it. Yeah,
1: I thought that was great. It was so good.
0: Oh, okay, so one guy that I did uh, recognize in this was the boss. We've, def- we've seen him before in stuff. He's a lot younger in this one. Right. He was in Memento. He's the guy that lost his memory, whose wife ended up killing herself.
1: Oh. Steven
0: Toblowski.
1: Yes. Oh, he's in – yeah, he's been in a bunch he's of in things. everything. He has perfect boss face.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 90s boss face.
0: Yeah. So, I really – I liked him. I think he's – I really like watching him. I think he was really good in this He's also on Freaky Friday. Oh, cute. <laughs> Yay.
1: Yeah, finally, good cinema.
0: Good cinema. What did you think of him and his, like, role in the movie? Uh, he was great. Yeah. I liked him.
1: It was, like, like, Car, again, like, the depiction of how sexual assault happens is so black and white and mm. cartoonish Yes. that I was like, oh, I understand why the Me Too movement took so long yeah. because everyone thought it was your boss just coming out of nowhere yelling at you to give him a blowjob. Yeah,
0: pulling his pants down and, yeah, exactly, yeah. you're right, so black and white.
1: Yeah. Like, oh,
0: guess what? There's grey areas. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Often it's something that
0: is happens
1: slowly over time mm. and often it's – the power dynamic is not that you're a freelancer, he goes and invoice to.
0: Yeah. Like, and that you can just reach out and kick his balls and then everything's all good and you fixed yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I was, <laughs> I thought it was funny that, yeah, the boss ends up being obsessed with her as well. Yeah. Everyone's obsessed with this lady. Just, I, I was. Probably the most upset I was during this whole movie was when he was just trying to bring down her career because he wouldn't, she wouldn't fuck him. Yeah. That was like, that's, that's the takeaway from this movie is just, just sick of dudes ruining women's careers because their dick's hard. Yeah. That's all that that was. Did not like it. Didn't like it.
1: Also the fact that she like the Hetty just calling up and being like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just calling the bus and being like, hey, I'm going to kill you and your whole family. family. And I'm like, you could never do that now. Oh, absolutely You not. could never do that. Like, the every, there'll be a record of
0: absolutely everything. Yeah, so true, especially as a freelancer. My mm. God, you can't burn bridges. Yeah. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> uh, look, I didn't hate
1: this movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't hate it, but also, like, because I knew where it was going. Yeah. The whole time. Yeah. And again, I'd seen a bunch of the movies that are all the same that I was just like –
0: (laughs) this. I think this – at the time of it coming out, I reckon this would have been a really cool movie if you didn't know the ending. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, the drip feeding of her slowly becoming more and more obsessed I think was really well-paced. Yeah. This would have been really exciting to watch if you didn't know what happened in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shall we talk about the scene at the end, which is essentially – a trigger warning rape scene between Hetty and the fiance. Oh, yes! So oh this my god, kind of came out of nowhere. I did not expect to see this, but it's very, it's still very much in theme with these movies, these sexy thriller movies. Because put wild things in that too. Yes. Sexy thriller movie from the 90s.
1: I looked up a whole list and I was like, oh, my God, we've done, like, all of these yeah. sexy thrillers. <laughs>
0: Boys love sexy thrillers. Love it. When they the love- woman's
1: the one doing of something course. bad.
0: <laughs> yes, they're very similar to Wild Things. And they just loved putting, like, as, Like we've already spoken, the, bo- the boss assault scene and now this assault scene. But, my God, why, why does every movie from this era – have to use sexual assault as a big set piece in moving the storyline forward.
1: I think because the people who wrote these movies don't have actually any connection to it Mm. or Mm. like real understanding of how like it affects people's day-to-day lives and it's something that's...
0: It's just, it's crazy. And so, yeah, so then there's this scene like the kind of thing that starts the real ending of the movie ramping up is Hetty goes to Sam, the fiance's apartment, dressed as Julia or whatever her name is yeah. and pretends to be her and gets in bed with him and gives him a blow job. Mm. And then he doesn't realise that it's not his fiance. Yeah, because an, an orange bob is an orange bob. Is
1: there's an, there's an orange so bob is an orange bob. There's so few women out there with <laughs> orange bobs.
0: I was like, she's going to smell different. She's going to yeah. feel different. Like, what does she expect to happen from this situation? I mean, this guy's a big cheater, so I mean, who knows? Well, that's what she wanted. She wanted him to cheat again so that she could tell Julia, like, he cheated, but it was with me. Mm. But, like, so now you have to break up with him, but, like, still be best friends with me, please. I don't know how she expected this to play out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and so she basically gives him a blowjob and he doesn't realize until, like, as he's busting that it's her. <laughs>
1: Also, the world's fastest blowjob. Oh,
0: my gosh.
1: I was like, look, as fucked as this is, I want to know what she's doing. What is
0: her techniques? (laughs) She barely had to put any grunt work into that. 20 seconds long. Oh, my God. She could breathe the whole time. Yeah. Um, And, yeah, and so as it was happening, I was so confused. I was like, where is this going? What is happening? And then it's really, I don't know if they intended this, but this portrayal, but the way he acts afterwards Mm. is – Very much like a sex assault victim. Yeah, 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 it is. And that's. uh, it took me a bit to be like, oh, my God, she just assaulted him. Because they kind of play it up to be this, like, whoa, wacky storyline. Yeah, of, like, he's kind of
1: into it. Yeah.
0: But he didn't consent to get a blowjob from her. He did really good acting in that scene
1: of, like, the emotion that he went through of, like, oh, cool, I'm getting a blowjob from my fiancé. This is kind of crazy. To...
0: What Hats. the fuck? Who are you? Yeah, like still so, like
1: getting a blowjob while realizing that it's someone else entirely. Like, Nuts. yeah, it would just Nuts. be.
0: And then he still came because that's where he was at when he realized. And mm. then he was felt so shamed, so yeah. shameful, and and taken advantage of that. He's just kind of like he rolls away and doesn't look at her and just like is kind of cowering in the the side of the bed. And then she gets up and she's like, You fucking wanted it. Yeah. Was like, it was really interesting. I don't know if that's what they intended, mm. but I was not expecting that scene from yeah. this. It was full on. And then he's like, Fuck you. Like, and I was thinking, Oh, are they going to try and portray him as the dirty cheater again? But they didn't because she was like, I'm going to tell Julia about this. And he's like, I'm going to tell her first. Mm. And I was like, Oh, okay. So he's not. Yeah. It was just a really interesting fucking scene that mm. I did not expect. To come in this movie. Yeah. And then she kills him. Yeah. Stabs him in the eyeball with a stiletto.
1: Yeah. Which was nasty. That was nasty. All
0: right. Well. So concludes our crazy sex lady trilogy.
1: God. Let's stay thank away from God. sexual
0: thrillers for
1: a while. Please. I just want to see, like, uh, I'm just sick of seeing
0: boobs. Yeah, there's so many boobs. We saw a lot of boobs in this one too. So many tits. Also, women in the '90s loved showering in front of their roommates and yeah. dressed in front of <laughs> them. That, that's a big male game. Uh, I just did
1: the craziest
0: laugh.
1: Real friend, fine laugh.
0: <laughs> but you know, like in the '90s, all female roommate relationships were portrayed as very like we just walk around naked. Yeah, we- we're almost lesbian. <laughs> And I know that that does, of course, happen in female friendships, but they pretty much made it to be the norm. Yeah. I think there's a few of us who would happily walk around in a towel. Yeah. Not not naked. Some of us are quite insecure. But anyway. um,
1: (laughs) Also the idea that, like, someone would jerk off with the door open in a share house.
0: Oh, my God. That that scene.
1: (laughs) Stressed
0: me (laughs) out. That was terrifying. Stressed me out. (laughs)
1: And also how she was doing it. I was like, Pfft, that is not, not that it. is not how it's done. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay,
0: I have some questions for you. Yes. Did this movie make you horny? Fuck
1: no. Absolutely not. No.
0: No. If no. anything,
1: it made me, eat. again, I've become a prude. Can we, we this one <laughs> why we need to stop doing these movies, is I've become a prude. Yeah,
0: I want to get horny in movies such again. A, such a
1: non-sexual being. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, neither. and would you recommend this movie on a date? Fuck no. No, I think it's interesting and weird, maybe not a first or second date, but if you want just something crazy to watch with your partner, I think this is a good one because mm. if you look at it just like, what the fuck were the 90s mm. thinking? It's an in- enjoyable movie. Yeah. All um, right, ratings. Anyways. How sh- many? Orange Pixie Bobs. <laughs> Out of five do you give this movie?
1: Uh, I give it two and a half. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I wish I had seen it like outside of this context. Sure. (laughs) Um, Yeah, two and a half.
0: I give it a three. I quite liked it. Nice. Yeah. It's still, yeah, it's just a... Silly, silly, crazy, wrong. (laughs) Great. Well, that was Single White Female. You guys, we release episodes weekly, so please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And
1: please join us next week when we do a double requested movie, Starship Troopers. Yeah,
0: we mentioned last week on our Nice People Say Nice Things, Shayla, her email, she also requested Starship Troopers. So, Shayla, this one's for you, baby. If you want to keep up with us and what movies we are reviewing, please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Cinema Pod. And like our Facebook page, Ladies Guide to Dude Cinema, you can chat to us there or shoot us an email at Guide to Dude Cinema at gmail.com.
1: And ways you can support this podcast, you can leave us a five star review and let us know in that review what movie a dude has told you to see. And we'll review it for you, like we're doing for Shayla. Shayla. Uh, and also, we have our Patreon, bonus episodes every week, early access to live shows. Um, just have- bunch of other stuff in there so much fun stuff we've got a movie trivia game show that we do in there as well mm-hmm. um, and also as always we have merch dudecinemapod.com for tote bags and stickers yeah alright Alexia yes my love akumite to you
0: and akumite to you and yours and also P.S. I promise to never single white female you thank you so much I promise to never single white female you but I love you again
1: Ha 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 ha